Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're tuning into another episode of 2010 Minutes. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. Today, we have on schizophrenia activist who spends her time passionately fighting stigma. She's diagnosed with schizophrenia at the age of 22 after a misdiagnosis of bipolar at the age of 18. May 2015, she founded a mental health-focused clothing brand, Schizophrenic NYC. It's a brand uh, with the mission of reducing stigma by starting conversations about mental health. Today, we have on Michelle Hammer. How the hell are you? I'm I'm doing good. I'm living life, loving life. You know, the the world is might be closing down again, so I'm getting used to staying inside again. So I hear you. We're both New York, Massachusetts. We we're getting a lot of it. I feel like all, all, all the states is like we're dealing with the shit. Yes, yes, yes. Not loving it. Not no. loving it. But at least it's winter now, so it's fun to stay inside now. <laughs> it is, and I feel like last year no one got sick because everyone was wearing a mask. So now we yeah, just got to go back in. Everybody's sick now. It's like Omicron, you have it. Omicron, you have it. Omicron, you have it. Oh, oh, it's deadly. Straight and everyone's getting Omicron now. I'm walking by like all the tents for people getting tested, and I'm like, oh god, mask up, mask up, mask up. Like City MD was like trending the other day because there were just lines to go around City MD to try to get tested for COVID. And I'm like, stay away from City MD. It's like all these names are like strands of weed, I feel like. I'm like, where are they getting these names? I know, right? It's supposed isn't it supposed to go in order of the Greek alphabet, but they just keep skipping like letters because i don't think it goes like delta then omicron yeah <laughs> unless they had my, I, see i don't know i want to be on the, <laughs> hey good coffee i want to be on the committee that names these things like hurricanes like i want to name a like a hurricane and i want to name a strand of weed a str- like where is this committee i want to be on that committee there should be a strand of weed called covid because that shit fucks you up damn and it'd be 19 bucks a gram that'd be perfect all right let's jump in a little bit uh first off i'm so uh happy that you're on i was looking forward to our chat um i've been following you on instagram and stuff i think you're a remarkable human with a remarkable story so let's jump right into it um for those who out there who don't know what it is what is schizophrenia and how would you describe it to somebody what is schizophrenia okay well schizophrenia has three main symptoms, and those are positive, negative, and cognitive. Positive symptoms don't necessarily mean it's a good thing. It's an add-on to your normal experience, meaning it's hallucinations or delusions. Negative doesn't just mean negative. It means it takes away from you, meaning like you're very like just a loner. You don't really speak. You're very quiet. You don't talk a lot, things like that. And cognitive symptoms are more like your ability to understand directions, to really understand what people are saying to you, to just kind of convey what you're feeling, just your ability to really speak, understand, and comprehend, really. Those are the three main symptoms. And how it affects you in your daily life, and if it's intrusive thoughts, and how well you can really live your life. And it's kind of on a spectrum. So people have it worse than others. And sometimes if you just take medicine like I do, it could help you live your life better or worse, depending how the medicine works for you. It's a journey. Meds are a journey, I always say. They are a big journey. Um, and those names are ridiculous too. Like I'm like, they just throw like they just put their hand in a scrabble bag and then just lay it on the table. Like, here's your medicine. Yeah, I don't know where they get the name for these meds. I have no idea. 
we gotta we gotta put we gotta join forces and and take them down and stop being the committee of naming anything in the world. Let's just let's make our own med. Yes, yes, I feel like that would be dangerous, but I am definitely down. I'm with you. Yeah, let's make our own. I think we should do that. We are we are definitely chemists and scientists, so we're gonna make our own and just call it cure. Yep, cure. Just buy it at CVS. Buy cure. cure. <laughs> well, like I think anyone can make a supplement. So we could just make a supplement full of um baby powder. No, don't no, never mind. No, don't do that. We'll make a supplement full of sugar and just call it cure. That's I feel like the best thing to give somebody is a bunch of sugar. I I like that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. that's it's the uh it's the child uh, cocaine. Um it just keeps you going, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I I can't think of a possibly a better idea than that. It's the best idea that I've ever had. Just come up with a ridiculous supplement cuz anyone can. Disclaimer? The best idea. Disclaimer, Michelle and Tim are not professionals, so take everything with a grain of salt today because we don't want to do any paperwork after this. Yes. <laughs> I'm not being serious. That's the best thing about it. if you really me. do want my cure, I'll make it. Go, go to this website. Um, cure. Curebymichellehammer.com. So how would you describe it in your own words? Would you, do you tell people that, like that long thing, or do you, do you try to like break it down for people that uh, – in layman's terms. Oh, well, when people ask me what I experience, I get a lot of delusions and kind of hallucinations. I kind of, like, when it happens to me, I disassociate. I think I'm somewhere else. I start talking to other people in the room. I might burst into laughter. I just start having a conversation with someone who's just not there until somebody, like, goes, whacks me. And they're like, yo, hello. What are you laughing at? Who are you talking to? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, oh, nothing, nothing. What? And then they're like, no, tell me what you were laughing at. It was seemed so funny. And I'm like, listen, if I even told you what I was laughing at, it wouldn't even be funny because it's just what's ever in my head and it's not going to be funny to anyone else. It's just, that's how it manifests for me. I just, just start talking to somebody that's not there. That's how, that's what happens to me. People, people notice it, but in New York, it's very easy to hide because everyone walks down the street with earbuds in and they're on the phone. So everyone's walking around talking to themselves, basically. So it's like the easiest thing to hide. Plus the mask mandate, no one can see your lips move anymore. Wow. And I'm loving the mask mandate. Schizophrenia in New York City. I'm the only one that likes the mask mandate. That is, uh, I like that. It's a great positive way of looking at it. Yeah. I like that a lot. Now- these questions, because I don't, I've never met anybody with schizophrenia, and I'm very happy that you're talking with me today and being so open. So when you're in that state of like delusion and you're talking to somebody, do you actually see somebody, like, or is it just like, like, how would you describe that? It's almost like I leave reality, and I think that I'm somewhere else, because just because like I'm on medicine now, and that's what happens, right? I'm just kind of like, oh, ba 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 but before medicine, it was like straight in front of my face. Like I can't concentrate about anything that's over there because in front of my face, I'm talking to all the people that are right here in front of me, blah, 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 blah. But now it's more like over there and I'm here, but I'm talking over there and I know it's there. And I know that, that that's not real, but 
it's not like as intrusive as it used to be. I can still like function, but yeah. without medicine, I couldn't get it out of my head. I couldn't like focus on like what's actually going on in front of me. If something's bothered me, it was that there was a situation of conflict. I couldn't get it away. It wouldn't go away. Now it can stop and it can go away and I can focus on what's actually going on in reality in front of me. That is so being diagnosed, like how was it as a kid? Because at 18, they thought you had bipolar, which is like another like issue in the mental health is just misdiagnosis. These people go to college and they like learn about all this stuff and maybe no faults of their own because everybody has a different story about them is like, did you have these things happen to you when you were like a little girl or if you have any memories of that? Um, well, growing up, like starting in like high school and stuff, like I'm, I started believing that my mom was trying to kill me. I started thinking everything she did was trying to, you know, sabotage me, hurt me in some way. She noticed all this like behavior, this erratic behavior, and she wanted to get me help. But every time she tried to help me, I thought she was trying to hurt me. So I would not speak at any of these therapy appointments. I was always just, just stone faced because a lot of the times they say, you know, I'm not going to tell your mom anything unless you're going to, unless you're going to say that you're either trying to hurt yourself or somebody else. But I was so suicidal. I didn't say anything because I wanted to hurt myself. So I said nothing. Therefore, nothing ever got fixed. Then I went to college. I thought everything was fine and free of my mom because I believe she's trying to hurt me. Everything's fine for a while. And then all of a sudden, I think my roommate's trying to kill me. Uh... And then I realized it's me. And then what was the next step that you brought yourself in or I went to the college health center and in about 15 minutes, they told me I was bipolar. That's a quick assessment. That's too quick. Of an mm -hmm. That's like the fast food a of checklist. mental health. A checklist. Do you ever feel this way? Check, 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 check. Go see the school psycho psychiatrist. Okay. That's uh, yeah. I feel like that's real dicey. Um, and just, did they throw meds at you instantly? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what happened to me in college. They just threw me Prozac and they're like, yeah, you just seem sad. I was like, oh, thanks. Oh, yeah, I got a Zoloft, which uh, I hated. Yeah, I heard that one's not a good one. It's it's such a trial. It's like kind of figuring out what type of candy you like as a kid. You're like, oh, I hate this shit. And it's like, they now it's like adult candy. They try these meds on you. Like, these uh, make me want to kill myself even more. It was awful. It was just so awful. That was not the right med for me. I mean, it might work for other people, but it wasn't the right one for me. And it was it was just not a good time. It was not a good time whatsoever. And I threw a lot of meds in the garbage, like a lot of them. Yeah. I've been on so many different ones and so many have ended up in the garbage. It takes a really long time to figure out what works. I would say it took about 10 years, honestly. Yeah. And that's probably not an easy road for uh, anybody. Again, I've never met anyone with uh, schizophrenia. I think your story is is so good and you're so open about it and i and i like that about you so when you started to figure that out how was that feeling like when did what what was that um like moment in that journey that they were like oh you have schizophrenia and then how did you feel when you heard that well when i was first diagnosed with schizophrenia i was like super bummed out i was like oh my god no one's ever going to love me. I'm going to be alone forever. I don't know what to do. This sucks. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, no, my life is over. And then I decided to go out to dinner with some of my best friends from college, my roommates and stuff. And I'm nervous and I'm talking to them. And then all of a sudden I go, guys, I found that I have schizophrenia. And I swear to God, the conversation went like this. 
I turn to the right to my friend Kate and she goes, isn't that what you had the whole time across the table? That could have not been more obvious. And then I hear, yeah, we told you that. So then I realized if my best friends already knew and didn't care, why do I care about any negative reactions I have from people that I don't really know? Yeah, that's uh, that's funny in a way. Uh, like obviously, like we know how to talk about mental health because we deal with it. Is like when I came out with like my thing, it was like bipolar and ADHD. Like, oh yeah, we knew. Like I was like, no one's a doctor, but your friends know you better than like most of your family. Sometimes, like the family, you don't show your your true self. So when you're out with friends and having that support system, that's great. So being with friends, that must have felt good, right? That they told you. Yeah, and I guess they thought it was so obvious. I mean, like. Maybe I knew the whole time and I was just stigmatizing myself and going, no, 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 I'm just bipolar. No, I'm just bipolar. I don't have schizophrenia because yeah. I thought it was so much worse. And now I know bipolar people who are way like crazier than I am. So I don't really think it's like worse than anything else. It's really how you manage it and what spectrum level you're really on because there's actually people with no diagnosis who are crazier than me. Yeah. That's very true. And that you just said it too, is the spectrum is like, people don't see that. They think it's just black and white, that whole like DSM five thing, which is great and all, but it's like, everyone's story is different. Like what works for you might not work for somebody else. Your pills don't work. They work for them. And like people compare and it's just like, that's a whole nother issue with the mental health system is like just the battle. And it's like so hard for everybody. And it, and I feel like schizophrenia is definitely stigmatized more and, and there's a big misconception about it. Like they just think, you're crazy. Like you're just yeah. like, you're crazy. And yeah, like, you're not. Like you tell people you have schizophrenia and they're like, <laughs> I was like, I just, I did the same you thing. You have you schizophrenia? <laughs> Are you dangerous? Do you take meds? You have, what, what, what? Do you what? have a drop dead Fred friend? <laughs> you ever seen drop dead Fred? No. Oh, it's a, you got to watch that movie. It's a little girl who has like a made up friend or whatever. So it's like, I feel like that, that was the running joke, but forget that. But no, it, what is the misconception that you've heard? And what's like the most ridiculous one that you've heard? Just like, if you don't take your medicine, are you really dangerous? No. Like I'm dangerous now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh. People just yeah. people just think that schizophrenia people schizophrenia people are dangerous because if you're watching the eleven o'clock news and you see hear a story about someone who has schizophrenia, they usually like hurt a person or people. But you never hear that like story about that person with schizophrenia that woke up in the morning, had some coffee, went to work, came home from work, maybe saw some friends, then went home, had dinner, you know, did some work or more, then went to sleep because you know that's not an interesting story. Right, went on a podcast. The bad stories because that's what makes the news. Crisis and mental illness is public. Wellness and mental illness is private. What makes the news? The scary stories. If you don't share the good stories, then people aren't going to know that there are good, you know, safe, you know, not scary people with schizophrenia. And that's what we're doing right now, sharing the positive, good stories, the fighting stigma, all of that. And that's what this podcast is. And this is not the eleven o'clock news. <laughs> That's very true. And the thing I, the stigma behind mental health is an interesting one because at a young age, and this could happen, I, I feel like maybe you saw it too. It's like you're with your friends at a young age and you see like a homeless person talking to themselves and you're just like, oh, that person's crazy. But in reality, it's like, you don't know, they might have a mental health. So like, 
a lot of people don't have the benefits of like having a job or a family and stuff and they end up being homeless and they get stigmatized like that or like hurting somebody and they're like, oh, they're schizophrenic, but they don't have the help or resources. But it's just like, you can't judge somebody by what you see on the outside. And like, that would be like what kids would do. They would see like a homeless person, like talking to themselves like, oh, he's fucking crazy. He's got, he's got schizophrenia. And that, I feel like that's like a, like such as like a turning point for people to learn about it. It, it is a big turning point because when you see those people talking to themselves, like by the subway, yelling, screaming, all of that, people say, oh, that person's schizophrenic, oh, they're crazy, oh, they're dangerous, all of that. But sometimes those people are just really just coming off a drug bend and they just need more drugs. So it might not even be schizophrenia at yeah. all. It's, it's so, something else. So, you, you know, you can't just like lump it in and think it's that when it might not really be that. There's this guy that I always see at my pop-up shop. He's always yelling, does anyone have a five or a 10, a five or a 10? And I'm like, like, he's really going up in the bills. Like usually people ask for like a dollar and he's yelling for a five or a 10. I'm like, wow, you know, but it's obvious this guy is asking for drug money. Like this dude is asking for drug money just yeah. by how he's like wandering. I see him all the time at different stoops wandering to go five or a 10, five or a 10, five or a 10. Like, dude, like, come on, man. We know what you're spending it on. Yeah. No one's giving you money. You got like four singles. He's not, no, nah, I'm good. I, I just want five. Yeah. Times. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man. That's so funny. So I saw on uh, your website, I believe you, pretty much had a recording of you having an episode. Mm -hmm. How was that, that you wanted to do that? And were you nervous to release that? I w yeah. The whole origination of me recording myself having episodes was that I was trying to explain to my doctor, I can't stop talking to myself. It won't stop. It just won't, won't, won't stop. And he's trying to ask me like, what does it look like? What is it? What is, what are you doing? Are you speaking out loud? What are you saying? Who are you talking to? And I was like, I'll record it for you. And then I recorded it and I showed him and then I put it on YouTube. And he's like, you really put this on YouTube? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay. That, and that's just how I did it. Then you weren't scared at all. You just like, this is it. Did you, did you put it on YouTube in hopes to help somebody out there? Or you just put it on there to make it easier for the doctor to watch? Both. both. Yeah. Just because, look, my schizophrenic episode, I'm not hurting anyone. Yeah. I'm just talking to myself on my couch. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, do you have a significant other? Mm -hmm. How does, how was it for them to deal with it? Cause the mental health side, you always forget about the other person. Like my bipolar, I, I get very like uh, nasty and self-absorbed. So I always forget about like my wife and how she deals with it. Do you ever think about how they deal with it or like, how does she, how, how, how do they deal with it? Basically, like I get thrown my medicine in the morning and go, take your meds, take your meds, take your meds, take them already. But you just take your meds already. Take your meds. Take your meds already. Take it. Take it. Take it. <laughs> I get that a lot. And then also when I'm like having a hallucination and talking to myself, I get whacked a lot. Like, stop. What are you laughing at? Who are you talking to? Tell me who you're talking to. What were you laughing at? Just tell me. Tell me. And that's pretty much it. That's good. That's a, that's a really good and aggressive support system. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Keeping up. That's that's true love right there. So talking to yourself and they just whack you. <laughs> yeah. Just getting whacked. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Whack. Whack. So be so that must be the best way of uh like the day in the life of making sure you're keeping balance. Is there anything that might happen that that 
it comes back out even though you take meds or like it's tough to manage on certain days is there triggers like what's that like triggers are like stress if i have a lot of things to do i might get really 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 stressed out about things and they just get like really angry and frustrated which gets annoying or if like i see something that really triggers me i'm like and they just get angry and frustrated really that's what it is it comes out when I'm, like I said, like four times right now, like if I'm angry, if I'm frustrated, if I get annoyed, then I just get just mad, just, just, just so mad it comes out. You have such a good personality and you're very jokey and I like your sense of humor. So I think that sense of humor keeps me alive. Having a six second sense of humor, not being self-deprecating as much, but like kind of making the joke on me helps a lot. Does that help you a lot? Yeah. 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 Cause you gotta, you gotta smile through life. Life's a joke anyway. Life is a joke. What is, what is life? Serious life. And then people are so worried about the afterlife. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's like, how about you just let the movie finish? That's what I'm saying. Ah, but what about the afterlife? What do you think about it? <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think, I think you, you float up, you're just hanging out, and then you 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 learn about new lives that are going to happen, and you see during this life, this will happen, this struggle, this struggle, this struggle. You're like, oh, okay, I'll live that life. And then you come back down, and you have no memory of it. That's pretty cool. I, I'm always back and forth. I like the idea of going up and being someone's guardian angel, a.k.a. like a professional ghost, and just messing with them, like when like you're by yourself. And like maybe you think you're having an episode, but it's just your guardian angel like knocking shit over, trying to talk to you, and you're just like, maybe I have schizophrenia, but it's not. Then I also like the uh, aspect of being reincarnated into something else, which I always find like wicked funny. Like I would love to just be like a house cat or like a golden retriever with a rich white family. Like that's gonna be the life. <laughs> I want to be like a bird so I could fly over everything. Oh, Nelly Furtado, fly like a bird. Like a bird, you only fly away. I don't know when I hold it. I don't know when it I don't even know the song. <laughs> what about... Is, that is such an old song. You referenced like the oldest song. That was her like first song. And I was like in high school. Like, why did you reference the oldest song? Because <laughs> I don't know. I just love music and I love... I'm like a bird. Like, like, what is she doing now, Nelly Furtado? Um... What is she doing right now? Nothing. Nothing. She she definitely has like decent money that she doesn't have to work. This is kind of another old song, and I know you listen to it, and this is the smartest song of all time. I don't care what anybody says, and everyone's heard it. If you graduated any sort of school, vitamin C graduation is the smartest song of all time. Yes. The, I forgot the, how it goes. As we go on, go on. we remember, remember all the times, all the times we, we had, had together. together. Yeah. As our lives oh, get it. From whatever <laughs> we will still be. 
friends, friends forever. Yes, this is yes. the clip. And her hair was bright orange. Like, what, yeah. what is vitamin C doing now? Doesn't matter. She's making bank. Think about like Spotify or like them playing it at every graduation in the world. I would love to see her check at every graduation that that. Do you remember? Oh, you don't live in New York, so you don't have Z100. But they used to play that song, and then they would put in tidbits like graduation from whatever high school I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reach out to all the seniors. I love you so much. Good luck at college. I'll miss you as we go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Remember all that? That. Oh my god! And it's still that song is still relevant. Like. She, that is the smartest song of all time. I don't care what anyone says. Well, there was always that other song. I will remember you. Yeah, but that one's. Will that one's, you remember me? Yeah, that, now, was, that was a who, whack one. That who, was a who's, whack song. Who sings it? A country person? Exactly. Exactly. You don't remember vitamin C. You need your dose of vitamin C every day. I'm telling you. You need your dose of vitamin C. Vitamin C. If you're listening to this podcast, we want you on it, vitamin C. Vitamin you know what? C, come on this podcast. We, we know what? We're going to get in contact with her because I'm not, not to like say anything bad, but she's not doing anything right now. She's just swimming in cash, like cold, hard cash in her yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vitamin C cash. Yeah. Imagine having and, vitamin C cash. That bitch has, she. She has a lifetime supply of orange juice from that goddamn song. hundred percent. The fact that she didn't come out with her own orange juice is another, like, she dropped the bag on that one. Yeah, she could have had her own orange juice. She I don't might. know why she's not on, like, she didn't get, like, her face, like, sponsored on it or anything like that. She and she's a pretty, she, she was really pretty, too. So, I, um, that that, I think that How came out, like, that. How she now? I don't think she ages. <laughs> Vitamin C has she to be like the old. No, I want to say she's no older 40. than forty-five. Yeah, she's not older than forty-five. Because uh, her that's, hair is not is not. Um, I gotta find this out. I don't care. I will edit this if I need to. Um, because this clip is gonna be for the. Uh, uh, oh, okay. I got her age. What did you say it was? I, I thought it was like forty. <sighs> Up. She is. 45? 49 years old. Shut up. Oh my God, vitamin C is 49 years old. She is 49. Are we just so old right now? Oh, it says we are she... so old. We are so old. Wait, how old was she when, when, when the graduation song came out though? See, I, I remember when it came out. Um, she was in the movie Dracula 2000 and she was in Scary Movie 2, which I don't... That's, she was she, in Scary Movie 2. I've seen Scary Movie 2 so many times. I do not re Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She's singing the song, yes, I think. I do remember her in Scary Movie 2 because that's, that's one of my favorite movies. How many, have you seen Scary Movie 2? Uh, yeah. Oh, I've yeah. I've seen, you know, grab my strong hand. Yep. My germs. My germs. My germs. My germs. Or she's like with the two cups and she's like, hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. This thing is broken. Yeah, that thing's a classic. But it came, the song came out in 1999. So she was born in 1970. Okay, in 1999, that's when I graduated elementary school. Ooh, I graduated middle school. 
Oh, you're you're an old ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I know the old songs. Oh my god. I still know that song. I might have been 10, but I know that song. Oh, everyone knows it. But I love how we just went on a vitamin C tangent. That's phenomenal. Um Let's vitamin C is important for more than one reason because a vitamin C pill is important and a vitamin C song is important too. Yes, that is correct. And that, that was brought to you by vitamin C. Um, she's also a Jersey girl. So maybe we can get in touch with her. Oh, snap. Yeah. All right. Maybe we can get in touch with vitamin C. It's going to happen. You know what? It's going to happen. We're going we're gonna to name a, a strand of weed vitamin that. C. And it's going to be by her. Yes, that's a very good idea. It's a very good idea. It's going to smell like oranges. Your clothing company, Schizophrenic NYC. Tell us a little bit about it. All right. Schizophrenic NYC was made by me, Schizophrenic New Yorker, just trying to change the way that New York City sees mental health, especially the mental, mentally ill homeless. Jody a portion of the profits to help them out. It's all about starting that conversation about mental health because the more we talk about it, the less stigma there will be. So I sell shirts that say things like, don't be paranoid, you look great. It's not a delusion, you are incredible. Define normal. I'm mentally ill and I don't kill. And then a bunch of shirts with a play on a Rorschach test on that. It's all about starting a conversation. The more conversations we have about mental health, the less stigma there will be. Let's talk about it, especially in New York, where one in five New Yorkers has a mental health issue, but nobody talks about it because of all the stigma. If we would just talk about it more, there would be less stigma and more people would be open and free to talk about a mental health issue. Mm -hmm. That's my whole thing. Let's talk about it. Let's just talk about it. Normalize mental health. Come on. You have all these pop-up shops. Have you ever like uh, someone come up to you and be like, oh, what is this? And you literally got to like explain it to them and have them learn? Oh, definitely. I explain it to many, 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 many people. As that. That's like my spiel all day long when I, when I see somebody really interested. You can tell sometimes who's a customer and who's not a customer. And I, I can... I, I talk all day when I'm doing these pop-up shops. I talk and I talk and I talk. And it's New York City, so you never know who's going to come by. Yeah. You never know. Because I'm just on the street. And I meet some quirky people. I meet some interesting people. I meet some great people. And it's it's a, it's fun. It's, like, it's a lot of fun. It's just getting cold right now, so I can't really pop up at the moment. But it's entertaining and I've popped up all over in different areas and where I am right now on 48th and 9th. It's a fun, it's a fun area. I like uh, New York. I don't know like all the boroughs and, and like the streets. You guys are very organized, which I like, but I still get lost. Boston is just like, just throw streets together. Um, I was, so you're pretty animated yourself on Instagram. Like you're very, you got a good following and I'm pretty upset that you're not wearing your like signature hat right now. I, yeah, I kind of forgot to put it on. <laughs> now, what is, is, is your Instagram handle schizophrenic NYC? It's schizophrenic dot NYC. Oh, don't forget the dot, but go follow her. She has a great look to her. This hat glasses is just like, that's you. Like you need to come out with an action figure. That is that. Or a bobblehead. Okay. All right. Deal. <laughs> I like it. Sure. Um, I definitely like the mentally I ill. I don't add on Instagram. Perfect. No, I think I saw an ad on Instagram to get your own bobblehead. Well, we just talked about it. So there's going to be more ads on it. So you're welcome. 
Oh, great. And yeah, my phone's going to hear that now. And I'm going to see all these bobblehead ads. I love how your phone just does that. One time I was talking to my friend about like her cat and they're talking about kitty litter. And then all of a sudden my phone's showing me kitty litter ads. And I'm like, really phone? Yeah. What else is my phone really hearing then? Because I can't imagine what my phone, you don't even want to know what my phone hears me talk about when, ever. Like it's unreal. It's unreal. The things, have to up- the things my phone under- overhears. We have to update that saying where it's like, oh, if these walls could talk. It's like, no, if my iPhone could talk, I'd be in jail. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny if you were like, I want to murder that bitch. And then your phone shows you done ads. Yeah. It's like, it's like rope, a shovel, fertilizer. It's like, why am I getting all these? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, and you sell like art as well, like you're a graphic designer. Um, like you're very busy, which is which is a benefit, I believe, with mental health. Is like you got to stay busy. Do you, do you agree with that? I try to stay as busy as as possible. I think if I'm busy, that means I am doing well. I try. I mean, I had a good holiday season. I got a bunch of bunch of bunch of orders. I was very busy. It was stressful. It was just so many different things. I still am waiting on some legging orders to come through, but they said it's okay. They don't need it by Christmas. Thank goodness. And being busy is a good thing. Being busy is a good thing. And I like that. And I'm always busy because the room that I'm in right now is a disgusting mess and that I have to clean up. So that's also something I've got to do. But I try to stay busy just because I think that means that I'm doing something well, right? If people want me on their podcast, I must be doing something right, right? Oh, yeah, you are. I saw you on Instagram and I was like, yep, got to get her on. <laughs> and you have a great name. I think awesome. Michelle Hammer is a great, a it's a good name. Well, it was always easy, you know, growing up, you know, and there's a substitute and the substitute messes up everybody's name. Never my name. No. You know who you're getting with Always Michelle Hammer. Always had it easy. No one ever messes my name up. And why would they? Why would they? Um, so what's next for you? Do you have any big uh, plans on the horizon? Well, we were planning to do this mental health comedy show in March, but it seems like that's not going to happen in March yes. because of uh, some shutdowns and stuff. But... Going forward, there will be a mental health comedy show when it happens, and I was asked to be the host. So that will be really fun when that does go down, when it happens. I want in. Just keep just just keep your eyes open for the cracking up in a good way mental health comedy night. I'm in. Get me get me there. I will. What when it when it when it's going to happen, it's going to happen. We're, we're, we're at the workout logistics just because Omicron's taken over. Things are shutting down. But that's what we're going to do. I'm the host. We're telling some jokes. We're going to get trained. We're, we're going to have five people with mental illness, five people with possible mental illness, but they're professionals. And it's supposed to be a funny night. It's fun, whatever, um, maybe like 50 seats or something. And I believe the seats are all paid for. but. Like I said, who knows when it's going to happen now. But it's going to be a great, 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 great time. And like I said, I'm hosting. 
because they asked me to be the host. And I said, well, as long as I know how to do it, I'll do it because I'll get on stage and just be ridiculous in front of a whole bunch of people. Why not? Just get on stage. Hey, everybody, welcome to Mental Health Comedy Night. Um, It's going to be a great day tonight. There's a bunch of crazy people in here, some sane people, but let's get real. Everyone's crazy. So don't even try to say that you're not. I I legit want it. I will come out there for it. People. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm that definitely would be good. amazing. I would love if you would be there. Oh, 100. percent. I uh, I did a little stand up here and there. So I, if you need me up there, I'll do it. If you need a if you need a 51 seat, I'm there. I'm in. You are invited. You are invited. Fuck yeah! I'm I'm Michelle Hammer's plus one guest. That's right. Um, That's right. So I usually end with this with uh with all my uh, guests. So Michelle Hammer. You come out to like the stage. You, no, you come out to the comedy show, right? You're the host. What theme song is playing when you walk out? Facts of Life. TV theme. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the Facts of Life. I knew I loved you. You're the only, you're the first person to come out with a theme, a TV theme song. I love it. Is that not the perfect song? It really is. And I'm going to throw that on my Get Hyped mix on Spotify. They better have it on there. When I was younger, the Nick at Night, you know, Facts of Life theme song. Don't even get me started on Nick at Night. I was a huge, I'm a big Munsters fan. Joe, I love that Joe because she was just the biggest lesbian in the world. I loved her. She was just gay as could be. Yes. <laughs> Everyone in has to the really- 80s. Do yeah. it. Yeah. That was uh yeah that's that was before it was like a uh like that they had to like hide that almost so it's like when you see that in the eighties you're like hell yeah head of the curve yeah yeah they they never made a really big point of it but there was so much subtext yep that is true that is true Fa- the facts of life the facts of life that's awesome I, I hats off to you with yeah. that I, I give it to you I give it to you the facts of life. We're, this has been a big, a big music uh, conversation. Which I love music. It's uh, it's definitely it hits you. It hits you. It it opens you up. I love it. Brings people together. Like songs, yeah. Songs are always stuck in my head for some reason. I mean, I like I listen to a lot of Bette Midler sometimes. You know that song, like her song from a distance. Yeah. And she's just like, God is watching us. God is watching us. God is watching us from a distance. Like what? What distance? Like two feet, three feet, five feet, a hundred feet, twenty feet? It's six feet now. If we're going COVID rules, I don't know. But you know, you know what first gets you paranoid? My first, my first paranoid thing ever was when I was in, you know, like Temple or Hebrew school, or when I was young, and they said God watches you everywhere, and I was like, Is God watching me in the bathroom? <laughs> Is God watching everything I do? And then I'd be walking around my room and maybe I might say something. I'd be like, oh, sorry, God, did you just hear that? Yeah. God? God Not the best thing to tell someone with schizophrenia. Is God watching me change? Uh, Yeah, right? You tell a little girl with schizophrenia that God's watching you. You're like, why is God watching me everywhere? (laughs) Just saying. Just saying. You're putting a little paranoia in some kids' heads. Michelle. What is three? Opinion. Don't get offended. Don't get offended, Jews. <laughs> Everyone, settle down. All right. 
All right, Michelle, uh, I want to know three things that you're grateful for today, as I, I think my uh, internet connection is failing me. Three things I'm grateful for today. I am grateful for my friends and family, and I'm grateful for my uh, support team that I have, and my doctor, that's kind of like the same thing as before, and I'm grateful for coffee. How do you drink your coffee? I like creamer and I do ice black year round. Why? Because it's, you don't have all that junk in there, like sugar creamer. It's like, that's not really that good for you. And just straight black coffee. That's like, it's like a Marlboro, like cigarette. It just gets, it hits you. It's like whole milk. Okay. You know what? Whatever you're into. Go for it. That's your, your jam. It's what you're into. It's your thing. Let it be. Let it be. I appreciate it. I really appreciate you're that. Into, I accept it. And I accept you. I accept you for, for having that kind of coffee, love. I knew my I liked mom, you for my, my, No, my best friend's mom drinks her coffee that way, too. Well, she's legit. That's why. So cheers to her. Yeah. <laughs> um, Michelle, yes. I appreciate you Here's so much. Team coming on this show uh schizophrenic nyc everyone go check that out you can find all of michelle's uh information in the comments uh in the info below if you're watching this on youtube you can obviously see it michelle hammer thank you so much for chatting with me i wish you nothing but the best let's keep in touch and get me to that show podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.